Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We're taking a step back, and we're going back to cold intros because I got a longer intro song. So let's let's do that. Grab your controllers and get your player two, because today we're going to list this. and welcome back to list this the podcast where we list and you listen i'm josh and as always i'm joined by jim and can i say i missed the cold openings sweet and wade (laughs) (laughs) hi guys it's me it's wade we we talked about this too we talked about having to work on our on our intros (laughs) and we didn't I don't miss them because that was not that good. <laughs> <laughs> it adds to the charm, and I'm pretty sure I said that last week, too. Wade is charming. Jim is charming. We're all charming here on List This. That's why you listen, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I had some lucky charms earlier. Feeling pretty charmy. <laughs> Just in time oh, for St. Patty's Day, too. Hey. Uh, that's still, like, <laughs> at least a half a month away. <laughs> Not necessarily when this episode releases. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's <knows>? tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? We've already passed St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. It could have been like six months ago. You don't know. We so there we go. We got all of the bases covered now. So whenever you release this episode, you can just take one of our sound bites and put it in based off of like where it comes out. <laughs> we'll just save that that uh, St. Patrick's Day for an episode we actually release around St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's totally St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and I'll do a crude cut that sounds like it was cut and pasted into, like, the podcast. Anyway, uh, Wade, Jim, thanks for joining me again on the uh, show. Uh, this week we're going to be doing uh, top three video game systems. I said consoles originally, but I feel like consoles describe, for me personally, it's like your attached to a tv and i wanted to include like your handheld devices and stuff too yeah so uh top three video game systems we are bringing back honorables and dishonorables this week so we got that in store for you and then we have a uh a quiz show that i'm gonna put on for you two guys and i think you're gonna love the prize it's very topical to our uh to our topic so it's topical can we apply it topically <laughs> we'll both be here all week unless you like melted it down and then did it i guess that would be the only way you could do that but i wouldn't recommend that either oh 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 <laughs> oh all right let's go ahead and dive into uh, number three before this gets weird it already has <laughs> number three all right, I'm going to go ahead and kick this off because we totally didn't just think of this topic. So my number three is going to be, we talked about nostalgic uh, before we started recording. A lot of our list, I believe, is going to be based off nostalgia. Oh, yeah. My number three is going to be the Super Nintendo Entertainment Center. Nice. Kicking Ooh. it way back. Also known as the SNES. The or- SNES. Or Super Nintendo or Super NES. Or SNES. 
or SNES, I guess. I've, I've never, <laughs> I, I never called it SNES, but sure. I think that's that's a like a generation now like thing. Like the generations of now call it the SNES because I remember they released the. Uh... Well, no, they don't. Please tell me that. That's, that's are you? That, that's really? insulting to my generation. <laughs> well, because they. <laughs> Well, because when they released the like they re-released it or whatever, they like yeah. they, like I remember calling it started calling it the SNES like quite often be, after that release. So I don't know, man. Was that the one where you just plugged in the TV and you could yeah. play like a hundred games? Or yeah, games? that are like preloaded on there. Oh, that sounds awesome. Though. Yeah, the the SNES Mini. I'd start calling it a SNES if I got my hands <laughs> on one of those. It's there's something weirdly satisfying about it. I would hope anyway. I would hope that it like explodes on you or something just because it heard you call it a SNES. <laughs> SNES. Yeah. SNES. It's like I'm out. <laughs> but that no, is a my very, SNES. Very solid video game system, sir. So they were, yeah. The uh, it was 16 bit. I know anybody who's listening is going to be like, yeah, I know all this. But anyway, uh, gotta. This is for the people who don't know. Yeah, for the for the SNES generation. Uh, <laughs> Generation SNES. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. That's it. So it was actually released in uh, in 1991 in North America, but it was released in Japan and South Korea a year earlier than that. Um, and it didn't hit uh, Europe or uh, Oceania, so like New Zealand, uh, Australia, until 1982. So... Europe's always seems to be like a year behind on everything that we get. <laughs> yeah. It's like coming to America in 2020 and it's like, it'll be in Europe in 2021. Yeah. I'd be super pissed. <laughs> Come on, man. But they have all the different, they have the pack like coding stuff, like the DVD region, like the region stuff. So I guess they have to do, I don't know. I was going to, I was going to list off some, some of my favorite games for SNES. Just, uh, just for fun. So Turtles in Time, obviously, an obvious oh. choice. And then uh, Super Mario RPG Legends of the Seven oh, Stars. Oh, man. Do you guys remember that game? I know of it, definitely, yeah. That game was fantastic. It's like Super Mario Final Fantasy, right? Yeah, so it was actually yeah. developed It was actually developed by Square Enix. Okay, so, weird. Which makes a ton of sense. There's a really good documentary on uh, on YouTube or something about it um, that I watched. Obviously, there's more games than that. I believe uh, uh, F-Zero was on Super Nintendo. Donkey Kong Country was on uh, Super Nintendo. Jim, you're a Kirby fan. I am, and that was very classic Kirby. I think, what did I, I remember playing that one on something, and it was... Not the Kirby I thought it was, because obviously it was like the first generation Kirby, but it's definitely something super interesting. But yes, and then just a couple, couple other ones: uh, Chrono Trigger, which is probably one of my favorite like JRPGs out there, and uh, Super Mario Kart actually got its start on Super uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's right. Such a frustrating game, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> frustrating. So you know, everybody, everybody. Hopefully everybody that's listening knows the SNES. I don't really need to go into it more. But like I said, there are some really interesting documentaries about like the unknown development of these systems and stuff. And I'm sure pretty much any system that on our list, you know, today is going to be have some kind of cool documentary on it. Like I said, oh, yeah. I found some really cool ones where the 
Nintendo Corporation is, you know, the decisions that they made and the reasons they made the deci- those decisions are really interesting. I wouldn't have cared about them when I was playing the SNES, but now that I'm an old man, it, it really interests me, like the business side of the Nintendo, like pretty much the video game industry in general. So, yeah, kicking it off, uh, kicking it off old school. Old 90, school. 91 Super Nintendo. Yeah, a, that system's older than me. Ugh. <laughs> I was not not by much. I was born in '94, so I mean it's not much older. I am much older. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, what's not much your... to say about that? <laughs> Jim, what's your number three? Uh, I'm not going back quite as far as you, um, but I am going with their first attempt. I would say at a portable system, mm-hmm. uh, but it's if anybody who knows me knows that up until recently i was a pretty i don't want to call myself a pretty hardcore fanboy just because i never had access to the system but i was a big playstation person growing up and this system was a very nostalgic one for me but it's probably one of the least liked but it's this uh the playstation portable otherwise known as psp which was released uh in north america in 2005 so released in japan in 2004 and then released a few months later in north america and then released a few months later again in uh, Europe and everything like that. But this one's got such a nostalgic, such a nostalgic, because I played this one like crazy when I got it. Mm-hmm. Fun fun story for this one on me, though, is that I actually uh, got it on Christmas one year, and my mom loves it when I tell this story because she laughs so hard about it. But I opened up the game first. So I opened up one of my presents, and it turned out to be a game. And I kind of looked at it confused and then realizing what had happened. And then realized I got a, a PSP for Christmas. So I opened the game first and then opened the system afterwards on accident. My mom was just like, oops. <laughs> what was the game? I don't remember what the game was, to be honest. Yeah, no, I don't remember the game, unfortunately, because I was just so like, oh, my God, I got a PSP. Ah, and I was all excited because I was a kid, you know. But uh, this was, yeah, I mean, this was not like a super popular one because they did so much better with the Vita, uh, which came out afterwards. But um this one was really kind of my first introduction to the Grand Theft Auto series because uh, I played Vice City Stories on this one. Um, I played through the Family Guy game, which I've talked about in a past episode. Um, <laughs> I played that one on the PSP, and that was a fun game for me to play. I, wasn't, that um, I your, wasn't that on like your shooters list or something like that? It was so I don't fun. remember, dude. No, I don't remember. I think it was – no, no, no. It was uh, – Oh, what was it? It was uh the like oh man beat 'em ups. Oh. It was on my it was on my beat 'em ups list. Oh, that's right. Okay, yep. Yeah, because yep. it had the side scroll, and when you played as Peter Griffin, that was that was the beat 'em up section of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was this one was really kind of interesting because it's the first and only instance that I've ever seen like the uh, UMD, which is like the weird tiny disc that comes inside of like a cartridge that you slide into it. It was really weird looking. If you ever get a, if you get a chance to look up the UMD disc, it's super weird. It was the only time I've ever seen it, and it's the only thing that's ever, I've known to ever use it. And it was also the first time, like I had to. I remember opening it and not being able to really save anything because I didn't have a memory stick with it. For PS- you had to have a me- PSP. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you had was to it, have a memory stick. Was there any cross? Uh, I guess it was the PS3 when the PSP came out. Correct? No. 
not with that two? one. That one was a that one was an outlier. It was like its own deal. It was like oh. the Game Boy. It was like the Game Boy to like the Nintendo systems. They didn't start doing the cross stuff until the Vita. Okay. So right. with the PS Vita, you could do PlayStation Three and Vita crossover stuff because it was like you know almost kind of what the Switch is doing, where certain right. games you could take to the Vita and take with you. But yeah, man, I still have like one or two you know PSPs sitting around in my closet somewhere. One of them is the God of War edition. Because yeah. they released a few God of War games for it. I so think that's I, the one I had. Because that's yeah. where I played a lot of those like side story God of War games. Yeah, they were still just as good, man. They were still just as fun as like the, the console God of Wars, in my opinion. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah, dude, the PSP is a... Was a I, uh, I remember ahead. I downloaded a few movies as well on there and watched movies yeah. on like, train rides yeah. and on plane rides and stuff. Yeah, because you could buy the movies on those UMD discs as well. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'll have to let me see. I'll have to pull up a picture of a UMD disc and send it to you guys. That's super weird. Yeah, it was like the kind of like a floppy, but with a disc inside, right? Yeah, I remember. They were like white. I guess they were different colors for different games, but I definitely remember those. Some of them were. They didn't do all the different uh, the different colors. I had a PSP when I was uh, overseas, and it got me through some. Oh. It got me through some days. <laughs> oh my god! This is. I just looked up the. Oops, nuts. I don't want to do that. Uh, I just looked up the, the picture of the UMD disc, and it's, wow, that's a throwback. I remember playing, uh, I was a big Siphon. Yeah. <laughs> I was a big Siphon Filter fan. Siphon Filter, huh? Yeah, it, it was like the James Bondy type game. Yeah, like Splinter Cell, right? Or... Yeah, or like, oh, okay. uh, like Metal Gear Not Solid. Not Tom Clancy, though. Okay, yeah. It was like that. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And then I played Madden oh. there as well. Yes, dude, I did have a couple of Madden games on there, but I also played Daxter on there, which was like the side story to Jack and Daxter, where you played mostly as 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 Daxter. So that was a big one that I played. But yeah, I do. I remember having a couple of Madden games because I played the crap out of Madden on there on the PSP for some reason. But yeah. All right. So yeah, the, the PSP man, it was it was it was a good nostalgic one for me as a kid. I. Almost put PSP on my list. I did. Nice. I did love the system for when I had it. It it served its purpose. Yes, very much so. Yeah, very good for travel and you know you said being overseas. I'm sure. Yeah. I uh, so my big one was that this will be my last little note for it is um, growing up. I uh, I basically grew up in a bowling alley. So like my mom bowled in the leagues. My dad, my grandma, my uh, uncle, and my dad and grandpa worked in the same bowling alley. So I was always there Friday nights and stuff. So the PSP was one, as I got a little bit older, that would come with me on Friday nights. I could sit there and I could play it. Um, or I remember playing it in the car, you know, all like it, I, that, that thing got a lot of use for me at the bowling alleys. All I can imagine when you said I was raised in a bowling alley is like <laughs> you being born in a bowling alley and then like never leaving. And like all you know is bowling alley stuff. I mean, I do know quite a bit. Are you a good, are you a good bowler? Um, I was, um, so I was getting to be pretty decent and unfortunately I had to stop. This was actually just recently. Um, but I was probably about, I think I got up to be about a 180 average bowler. So, and that was only bowling for a couple of years just recently, but yeah, fun stuff, man. I I love bowling. Oh, so good. I took a class in high school, a bowling (laughs) class in high school. (laughs) They offered it at the first, uh, the first, uh, college that I went to in Texas state that you could take a bowling class. Awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, we had one of the football coaches that taught it. He just met us at the bowling alley. It was the first class I like 
woke up, had breakfast, went to the bowling alley and took a class. <laughs> That's so great. good. Senior year. Just so stupid, but awesome. <laughs> so stupid, but awesome. Yeah. And on that note, my number three. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Good segue. I uh, I don't remember if there were bowling games on this, but going back to sports games, football games, this is kind of a, a mashup. So kind of like a double console. It was like an accessory that was added to the classic. So Sega CD along with the Sega attached to it. Uh, it was the first of its kind with, uh, I guess, for consoles. Uh, it was right before the Sega Saturn was made. They discontinued the Sega CD to focus more on building the Sega Saturn, which is essentially what the Sega CD turned into. Interesting. I don't remember the Sega CD. Uh, not right off the top of my head. It was released in North America, uh, 1992, October of 92. I got it for Christmas one year. My parents surprised me with it under the tree. I saw the Sega, and then I, it was like a kind of like a platform, kind of like an old school laptop. You would have to like hook oh. it in and like attach it. And then it would click in and like connect itself, so it, it like recognized it. It's it's way old school. <laughs> this is early nineties. <laughs> that shows how old I am. But yeah, I remember playing Streets of Rage on it. That was like my favorite game on the Sega CD. Streets uh, of Rage. It might have been the first two, I think, or the first one that I played all the time with buddies. And then the Sega, I would play. You know. Neon Dion's primetime football before Madden was even. Oh, nice. Neon Dion's Dion Sanders. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Sonic. All the Sonic CD was one of the big sellers on the Sega CD when it came out. And I love all those Sonic games are really fun to play. Now, was Sega CD the first attempt at a video game disc? I believe it was because I want to like say... It. I want to say it, can't, it definitely came out before the Saturn. It just seems like I don't remember any disc. Uh, yeah, I think like Sega Saturn was the first disc thing that I remember. Because I, yeah, uh, I played Mortal it Kombat says the, and I hated it. The main it. benefit of CD <laughs> technology was greater storage, which allowed for games to be nearly 320 times larger than Genesis cartridges. Do you guys remember... Um, <laughs> The perfect dark game on 64. Yeah. Where you had to get the memory block to play it. Oh, God. The, uh, was it the expansion pack or something? Yes. That's just... Or the, the rumble the rumble pack. No, the, the, the rumble, rumble pack. pack. The rumble pack made your controller shake. Right, right. Because you plug that in and you're like, oh, yeah, I got like... Oh, man. But uh, that's what it makes me think of, like, like more storage. But that's really cool that that was like the first... And listeners, if we're wrong, you can hit us up on List This Podcast on Facebook and tell us we're wrong. Yeah, fact check us, please. Yep. But to my knowledge, I, I'm kind of leaning in your direction, Wade, that, that that's the first instance of like a CD, a disc, a game being on a disc that I remember. So. Yeah. I don't remember what before. I mean, the Sega came before it and the Super Nintendo, I believe, was before Sega. Yep. So they're still dabbling in cartridges at that point in the early 90s. Those fools. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says, that, uh, it says that the Sega CD sold for about $299 when it came out. 
or was that the Sega? I don't know. Anyway, oh, Jim, you're going to love this. The best selling game for Sega CD was Sonic CD. So oh, yeah. 1.5 yeah. million Cause, copies. Because Sonic was... Sonic was Sega. Hey, yeah, that was their big, you know, that was yeah. their, you know, Mario to Nintendo. It was Sonic and Sega. Yeah. It was never Mario, though. Let's be real. Was... No. Oh, no, no, no. Of course not. No, no, no. Because, I mean, was... have you... Mario is still a successful, like, game series. Have you seen any of the new Sonic games? <laughs> like the Olympics Wait, and the crossovers awful. with Mario, right? Wait. No, like the Sonic standalone games. Wait, there's oh, no. there's new Sonic games? <laughs> I thought yeah, he was just doing movies now. That's my response to your question. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. They're like they're pretty they're pretty bad. But they're like good bad. It's weird. Those are two opposite things, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're like, yeah. <laughs> he's Yes, he's a criminal, but he's a good criminal. Like, okay, yep. oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. You got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> You're there. You got there. <laughs> All right. This is this is weird. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it sold 2.24 million copies okay so like it was i guess it was a pretty big hit i i never played it i never got the uh, to my knowledge i never had the i had the genesis but not the uh the cd i missed out on the cd so yeah i mean they i don't know if they like just copied the games over and had them just yeah. put them in disc form or what but I remember playing a lot of different. I had different games, obviously, for it was like two consoles in one, so it was awesome. Yeah, didn't they have, or was that on the CDI? Because you had like the Zelda games, also like the Zelda CDI. I'm pretty sure it was a CDI, and those were like I think like Nintendo is like, or you know, yeah, basically Nintendo is like, yeah, those games didn't exist as far as we know. (laughs) Because they like outsourced it, so it wasn't like actually them that like were like the same people that made Zelda. So it was like CDI oh, yeah, sounds so familiar. CDI, I guess, was Philips. Oh, okay, yeah, it that does sound familiar. Okay, I might have been audio, wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like its own thing. Okay, well, that is my but bad. It, but it did feature three licensed Legend of Zelda games. Yep. And so, who like they're now trying to like yeah look, those, those they games look awful exist. yeah they're they terrible <laughs> yeah no they're awful they look like bad eighties cartoons <laughs> yep but in Zelda because Zelda's known to be pretty good at least most releases you know but anyway we're getting off topic um let's go to number two before we dive down any rabbit holes number two. My number two <laughs> is gonna be also nostalgic, but a little more, a little more current. And by a little more current, I mean 2005. So not super current <laughs> at all. Xbox 360. <laughs> okay. I had I had to put Xbox 360 on there. I loved the. Uh, that was 2005. Holy crap, dude. Yep, November 22nd, 2005. I loved the Xbox 360. I thought the um like the interface and everything was great. Uh I've seen the Xbox 1 interface and it it looks more cumbersome and confusing. The, the Xbox 1 inter like the 
how you added your friends, how you joined parties, it's how you sent each weird. other messages. It was just so streamlined, and I'm I'm blown, <laughs> I'm blown away they didn't just copy that and bring it to the Xbox One. That's so yeah, something I could say about the Xbox One real quick, if you don't mind, is like the Xbox One was marketed more as a home system than a game system. So I think they focused more on the actual like usability of being able to like switch between apps and and you know games and and stuff like that. So I think that was kind of the whole deal with that. I mean that's fair. Yeah, but that's no, on, but that's on them. You can't take a gaming system and be like, you can watch sports and TV on it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Of yeah, course, dude, that's that's cool and all, but we came here yeah, for sure. games. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's just, I think they figured out the, for me, again, for me personally, I think they figured out the, uh, the formula for a good interface. Yeah. And I don't know why, you know, it's like one of those things, if it's not broken, don't fix it. I don't know why they changed it for the Xbox one, but again, I don't own an Xbox one, so I don't really care at this point, (laughs) but just from an outside perspective. So, I'm going to list off some Xbox 360 games <laughs> for you guys that I really enjoyed. Obviously, the Halo series, Halo 3 being arguably one of the best like Halos or shooters ever, I guess. That's been that's obviously debatable, but hmm. <laughs> <Huh>. um <laughs> You had uh, you had Minecraft actually make its. Uh, I don't know if it was its debut. I think it was a PC game before that. It was, but, yeah, um, it was. But I think that was the first console version, right? Was uh, was sixty four? Uh, sorry, three sixty. <laughs> that <laughs> um, sounds right. And then you had uh, Borderlands two, Call of Duty two, which is one of my favorite shooters of all time. Skate three. Which was really rad because oh, you used man. the uh, the two joysticks to actually like ollie and stuff. I, I have really that cool. one on my I have that one on my Xbox One. All yeah, those skate games are great. They are really good. And then you had you know you had uh, Halo Reach, which that's why I say I think Halo Reach is a better shooter than Halo Three, but we won't go into that. And then Fallout Three, which is another one of my favorite games. So. 360 was great. I loved it. I wish that it was still around because I would go back and play, you know, I would go back and play it, but it's not. My my girlfriend actually has one and we play it every now and then. I'm telling you, man, I, if I had one, I would go back. I traded mine in a few years ago for, uh, so I had a PS3 and a, uh, and a 360 and I traded them both in for a PS4. So. Oh, snap. Yeah, I, I missed the, I missed yeah. the whole, uh, the whole 360 generation. I was a PlayStation kid growing up. So I started with PS2, then moved on to PS3, now PS4. And I finally just recently got uh, an Xbox One. And I have to say, I haven't touched my PS4 in probably about at least a month or so <laughs> since I got the Xbox. Like, I don't, I hardly ever use it. Do you have to connect with it? No, I probably won't either. <laughs> so that was my, my favorite accessory for it. Because you just talk to it, tell it to turn on, tell it to turn off. So, fun fun story about the 360 before we move on. Uh, one note and one, one story. So, the note is that you can't forget about the uh, Call of Duty games, like the Modern Warfare games, too. That's when they kind of uh, started coming around. Oh, man. World and of War. World of War. Yep. 
probably one of my favorite um, mine too uh, you know Call of Duty games uh, but they had Skyrim for the 360 and it was Connect uh, compatible do you remember that Wade yes oh and, yes and so your spells that you learned you could actually shout them boss Rota and <laughs> my buddy oh, sure. my buddy Randy would play and I would go to go over to his house and I, ha- I got the biggest kick out of watching him when he was like trying to climb a mountain or something like that. I would just yell whirlwind sprint <laughs> and his character would sprint off the side of the cliff. <laughs> and now I realize I was being a big jerk, but it was really it's entertaining great, back though. then. <laughs> you probably appreciated it. Looking back on these things, man, these like the 360 sold for about 300 to 400 dollars now how much systems go nowadays like six, about there i think it's around that about three four hundred right yeah i mean the prices just vary so much though that it's yeah i mean it's, know, fair. Yes, it's the, right around there i'm looking at the elite was about 450 so you know i guess Literally, that's i guess that's yeah. about even with things nowadays because you do have like the lower like the lower gig versions that are like 200 bucks and then you have like the super expensive version that's got all the stuff of and course the bells and whistles yep that's about 500 so never mind i'll eat my own words <laughs> um yum 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 sick. <laughs> who's next jim right yes yeah it is me yeah yeah okay cool i'm like all for off now um <laughs> uh so <laughs> you guys you guys at home won't know why you're thrown off because i'm gonna cut it out yeah, <laughs> so good, man. So good. I wish you. I wish you wouldn't, but that's okay. Well, well, maybe we'll put it in as an extra for something later. Yeah. Um, yeah. just to leave you in suspense. I'll make fun moving of myself. On, moving on to my number two is going to be a game. Another game system that I grew up playing, and as I was looking at it, there was a lot more games on here that I played. And I'm like, I, I'm like looking back, and I'm like, wow, that's right, I did play that. But it's the uh, Nintendo GameCube, which is Another iteration of one of the smallest discs I've ever seen to go into any sort of like system or, you know, playable or, you know, movie or anything like that. Um, but man, the Nintendo GameCube was just, it, that was like my big Nintendo. Well, that wasn't, no, that wasn't my big because I had the N64 uh, before that as well. But I played less games on the 64 than I did on the GameCube. Let me pull up here. Let me see here because I don't have. My stuff pulled up on that one for some reason. But just to like look looking at a few of these games, man, like, you know, you had Mario Kart Double Dash, which was a very, which is like a favorite iteration of Mario Kart for me. Uh, Paper Mario, uh, The Thousand Year Door, played through that one. That one was a boatload of fun. You had a whole bunch of Mario Party games on here too. This was like probably the biggest era for uh, for like Mario Party, in my opinion, because you had so many that came out on the system. But man, there was just, you know, that's, you had Super Mario Strikers, which was their, soccer game and then the uh, i can't remember the, the the name of the baseball one escapes me um but i played those ones like crazy as well so the, i know i don't know man this this system was just probably like the most fun nintendo system for me growing up with the exception of the switch now but this is much more modern um you forgot to see. mention uh super mario sunshine which was one of my yeah favorite games to play on that system. I, didn't play that one as much um i don't remember why because i feel like i oh you know I rented that one from Blockbuster. That's why I only played a little bit of that one. I never actually owned that. Some of you people listening may not know, 
Yeah, you used a, to be able to what a blockbuster is, or that they rented <laughs> consoles. Yeah, dude, that was man, that was the coolest way to play games. You could play it for a couple days, and then you know you had to give it back. But then at uh, the other end of that, you could only play it for a couple days, and you had to give it back. Yeah, they, yeah, uh, it was kind of like test driving to see which console you wanted to get. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot about to talk to talk about Super Smash Bros. Melee. Yeah, like Jim, was... Jim says melee weird. By the way, yeah, I said it because we're recording with Josh because it's melee. Um... <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. I know you do, but you picked me for this, so <laughs> yeah, man. Super Mario Sunshine was a lot of fun, though. Like that was, like that was a really cool like iteration because they like essentially took what Mario sixty four was and made that into like. You know, a real fun, whimsical, like, island, you know, like, updated version of it. So it was really cool. I also wanted to mention, really, I never owned a GameCube, but the only games I ever played for GameCube were, I played, like, a few minutes of the the Zelda game. Which one? Was it Breath of the Wild? No. Uh, oh, God, no. That was, uh, you're thinking, uh, Wind Waker was on Wind the Waker, GameCube. yep. Yep. Yeah, Breath of the Wild was was Wii U, uh, Wii U, uh, and mostly because uh, it was a release, it was a launch title for the Switch as well. Gotcha. And Def Jam Vendetta. Def Jam Vendetta. It's a game where you're a bunch Monster of trucks. It's like it's like uh, the same fighting style as like WWF No Mercy and WrestleMania 2000. Except you were rappers. You could fight as like Red Man and Method Man and Ghostface Killer. And oh, snap, dude. I remember that game. It was pretty rad. And the, what, Streets? There was a, a follow-up, too. I forgot what that one was. Yeah. It was like New York or something. Streets of New Yeah, something like that. Yep. But yeah, that game was a ton of fun. It was more fun than I thought it was going to be. Agree. Yeah, there was, I mean, just so many good games on that. To, uh, to kind of reel back and give the fact people um some fun stuff to listen to so it only released in i don't want to say only released but like it released in september of 2001 in japan and then a couple months later in november in north america um and it came out in may of 2002 for europe and australia so and it had a lifespan up until 2007 and i think that's because the wii came out um, right around that time, and you could actually play GameCube games on the Wii. But my biggest regret is trading in my GameCube. I don't remember why I did. I was young, I was dumb, and I regret it because I wish I had that system back. There's so many games I want to play on it again. I would, I would grab a GameCube if I, if I was. I don't know if I would play it too much, but it would be really neat just to have for yeah. for nostalgia's sake, just like you said. Honestly, get it, get a. So I, I do have to say, get a Wii, um, because if you do, then it opens up all the Wii games as well, because uh, you can play GameCube games on the Wii. So, and you can even plug in the GameCube controllers into the Wii. They have a little side slot for you to be able to plug them in. So it was essentially a GameCube slash Wii system. Okay. So, yeah, I'm all about that double up console. <laughs> yeah. Right. <clears throat> Wade. Josh. What's your number two, sir? <laughs> My number two, you're going to add 62 to it, and you're going to put a Nintendo in front, and we're going to call it the Nintendo 64. Very nice. Uh, it was originally dubbed the codenamed Project Reality. Whoa. I never knew uh, that. 
I didn't know that either. Interesting. It came out in, um, let's see here. Was it 96? Holiday of 1996 and competed mostly with PlayStation had just come out and uh, the Sega Saturn. So they, in a time of CD-ROM, their competitors were going CD route. They decided to make a 64-bit cartridge console and I thought it, they nailed it at the time. Um, there was always debates on the playground in elementary school of which console was better, which game was better. It was either Ocarina of Time, or it was Metal Gear Solid, or Final Fantasy, or Super Mario 64. And I would have these debates all the time with kids in my class, and they always would come back to me siding with the N64. I loved the Nintendo 64. Like the controller... Everything oh, the about it. So weird. <laughs> it's so iconic, though. And oh, just it's like, so yeah. The, the oh, yeah. Feel of it. It feels yeah. right. Oh man, it was great. I did have a Nintendo sixty four growing up. I played Super Mario sixty four most mostly on that one, uh, quite a bit, along with Pokemon Stadium. That oh, one was nice. a classic one for me to play on there. Yeah, that was at like the height of the Pokemon epidemic. It was, and it was epidemic. <laughs> nice. Uh, Somebody it doesn't was, like uh, Pokemon. Yeah. There were so many games that came out for N64. Oh, guys, there was. Do you guys remember uh, Pokemon? Uh, it was the Safari game. What was that? Pokemon game? Talking Snap. About Snap. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> with Pikachu. Yeah, you're in like the little cart. You would just follow Pikachu around and take yep. pictures. Yep. yep, 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 yep. On the so tracks. Of, yeah. I so love that you guys answered that like immediately. You're like, you're like, you <laughs> yeah, idiot. You don't know what game I'm, that is. <laughs> I was leaning into my computer waiting for you to say what you were going to say after Pokemon. It was Pokemon Snap. <laughs> and there was Hey You Pikachu. Which is another game that I, I owned and I couldn't play because I didn't have the right the right tech for it. Because you had to have a mic that plugged into the controller to talk oh to Pikachu. Gosh. How did that make they, you they, feel? It was confusing because I never knew how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> the N64 was like notorious for just obscure add-ons that you had to buy <laughs> to like yeah. experience the game in a different way or even to play certain games, apparently. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I owned a game that I could never play. But cool, fun fact is you could actually play a certain, I want to say, was it Game Boy games on the 64? You could connect it up to it because you could do that with Pokemon and Pokemon Stadium where you could actually like connect it to. And, and I don't remember exactly what happened with it or what you did it for. But yeah, you like there was a way to connect up and, and transfer stuff back and forth. It wasn't like a uh, Game Genie, was it? I have no or idea. something like that. Oh, man, I remember the Game Genie, too. Right? With the cheat codes you had to put in. I had to do it for, like, Aladdin. That game was way too hard. Anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, N64, that, there just so many iconic games. Uh, Super Mario 64, one of the best Mario games ever. I remember playing GoldenEye with my dad like every I other day. I was just going to say that. That is one of the most popular games. Right? Yeah. It's, it still holds up even though, you know, the, the graphics are so bad and it's just simple so, like karate chop, <laughs> man with the golden gun stuff. But it was just, if just you, lots of hours playing those games. If you go to GameStop's website and look up 64, because I almost put the 64 as my as my number two as well and then i decided to go with the gamecube instead but the first let me give you the first eight games that come up on gamestop okay. it's super mario 64 
Goldeneye, Mario Kart 64, Pokemon Stadium, uh, uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Mario Party, and Donkey Kong 64. Wow. Those are just the first eight. And wow. those are all like very pinnacle, like, you know, 64. Like when you think of the 64, these are probably the games you're thinking of. Oh, yeah. Along with Wave Race, Pilot Wings. Josh, this is a fun one for you, but there was a Worms game on the 64. Was that Armageddon? Yep, Worms Armageddon. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so there you go, Josh. I didn't know that, but now I do. (laughs) Do Uh, do that what you will. I talked about um, Wave Race on our racing episode as well. Wave Race 64 is probably one of my favorite racing games. Yeah, Wave Race was like arcade for me. Like, if not my favorite racing game, but nice, good, uh, good, solid choice there, Wade. Thanks. Number one. You guys know what my number one is. Uh, (laughs) It it might also be not my number one. It might. My number one is going to be the Nintendo (laughs) sixty (laughs) four. What? So surprising. Uh, what? <laughs> There's so many systems you could have chosen. I can't I, believe you went with that one. I may have <laughs> I may have cut out a big chunk of the episode where I started listing Nintendo 64 games on accident. <laughs> but uh, bring them back. It was I guess it was Project Reality, like you said. It was also known as the N64. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was uh, it was the fifth generation of gaming. It was uh, competed with the PlayStation and Sega Saturn, which I don't think the Sega Saturn even had a chance. Uh, that, <laughs> had, that was they had Virtua Cop. That was a great game. Uh, this was like and the Panzer Dragoon. This was like the end of the original console wars, like you know the the Sega Nintendo. I think yeah. like the sixty four was like the one that took over. And... I I think so. Yeah, I mean. I had a PlayStation also, but I think I favored the uh, the 64 for sure. A lot of I think a lot of people did. PlayStation became more relevant later with the PS2. I think because that's yeah. yeah. So did you ever play NFL Blitz? I feel like that's a oh, game. Oh yeah. Okay, I was like, I feel like that's a game you played. Well, Sorry, absolutely. I'm still scrolling through the list. You talked about uh, Mario 64. We talked about uh-huh. Pilot Wings 64. Which was a flying game. I believe that that was was one of the debut games they launched with. Yeah, I think so. One of the cool things about the Nintendo 64 is that you could get it in different colors. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, because that's where you had like the old school, like the controllers being in different colors. Because I remember having the purple, like like see-through one. So I'm looking at a, a system and a controller that are like see-through orange oh nice it's like i mean it's not the old acrylic look yeah it's not fully see-through it's like foggy but it's it's like uh fanta orange (laughs) this also looks like i I think this was like the first iteration of like getting the game cartridges in different colors sometimes too because i'm i'm scrolling through here and you have like tony hawk's pro skater 2 came in a yellow cartridge um i think it also came in blue Actually. Yeah, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was blue. Oh, okay. Uh, Pokemon Stadium Two was like a gold, or it was supposed to be cold, but it looked mustard yellow. You know, Donkey Kong sixty four was yellow. Like a couple of them had like black cartridges. 
It's like I remember like mm-hmm. the like every so often you would have one that was a different color. Well, aside from I believe the Legend of Zelda game was gold for the Super Nintendo. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just gold or gray. Now yeah, you're now you're talking like, like blues and reds and yeah, because Spider Man came in red. Yeah. So yeah, and blacks and stuff like that. Yeah, green. But it was really cool. It was also classic Nintendo. I know, Jim, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Wade, I know you know what I'm talking about. Uh, whenever the game didn't work, you just pop that thing out. Yep. Open up the sl- <laughs> open up the slits and blow in there. Oh, I never. That was a that was my backup strat. If the blowing on the cartridge didn't work, if you blew on the well, cartridge, either one, yeah, either and it one, still either. didn't work. You pulled it out, blew on the cartridge, and then opened it up and blew into the system. Which, yep. looking back, so they actually tell you you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Nobody listens. No, of course not. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's so. A couple games that I I've never li- listed off before: Beetle Adventure Racing. Right? What? I've never what? heard of that game. Yeah. That was on my uh my racing list. And then we already kind of talked about it. WWF WrestleMania 2000, also uh No Mercy. Those two games were probably like the peak wrestling games. I think uh WCW had a game also. Made by the same. I, uh, I remember on sixty four it was Revenge, maybe WCW NWO Revenge. Okay, yep. I remember playing that one a lot on sixty four. Sounds about right. Uh, and then, yeah, there's just there's just so many games. You talked about Goldeneye, uh, Wave Race, our um, Marines that I was talking about. Like it's like the Starship Trooper esque game. Do you remember I, Clay Fighter? I do remember Clay Fighter. Clay Fighter sixty four. And then, of course, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Of course. I think I played Rayman 2 on the N64 as well, which was a Ubisoft game. But it's like, you know, your classic, that was classic Rayman, which that was a fun game. And then we I, liked how, I, I liked how it was four, you could plug in four controllers. Maybe yeah. that was the first console you could play four at a time. Mario, because you had Mario Kart on there. You had Super Smash yeah. Bros. That was, well... Yeah, so you had games that you could actually play like with multiplayer. People. Yeah, I actually liked playing as Jaws in uh, GoldenEye because you could play as the different <laughs> GoldenEye characters. Yeah. The, oh. The big, uh, the big metal mouth. I like playing as Odd Job because he was shorter and you could just karate chop everybody's knees out. <laughs> and you could never tell where it was coming from. <laughs> Always so pick good. Odd Job. <laughs> Is that like is that like jumping and drop kicking in Street Fighter? Like never allowing your opponent to stand up? In what? Street Fighter. Oh. Oh yeah, the jump kick. Yep. Every time they stand up, you just jump kick them. God, I hated that. Stupid fighting games. Yep. Button mashing. <laughs> well, that's all I really have to say about that. N64 tops my list. I love it. Uh, cruising, so cruising USA too. Those are fun. Cruising USA. I played that one on uh, arcade. Wasn't there yeah. a Star Fox sixty four? Yeah. Yep. Oh man, there's just too many games that are. Oh yeah, dude. I like, know. I know. Just like that era of Nintendo, because between that one and the, the GameCube was just like, oh man, that was such a golden era for them, in my opinion. I mean, because you had like, I mean, just 
like up until the GameCube, because the Wii and stuff to me kind of like fizzled out like on the era. But you know, that was all such. He had so many classics on all these systems. And it doesn't feel like that long ago, but it was 1996 when it came out. Wow, really? Which is, yeah. Um, and then we talked about, you talked about the rumble pack, which is like the little add-on that you plugged into the controller and it made it shake so you could feel a little bit more immersive. And I mentioned, and they might have done that before the DualShock, right? Because the yeah. first PlayStation was out. So they kind of introduced that, the, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, they were competing with the first PlayStation. I don't remember if the first PlayStation had the shaking controller, though, or not. No, I think no, they I think was, introduced uh, that on the PS2. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then you had the uh, the expansion pack also. Wait, let me get back to my my notes here. Because... Yeah, you popped off that like hood part on the front of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Perfect, that thing. <laughs> perfect like dark red thing. One of the games that you couldn't play without that. So it came with four megabytes of RAM, and it was expandable to eight megabytes. So you needed to pop wow. that expansion pack in there to play certain games. I also remember playing the uh, Rainbow Six on 64, which was fantastic. Yeah. And with that, I'm going to send it over to Jim, because I'm done talking about the Nintendo 64. Jim, 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 woo, Jim, woo, Jim, Jim, woo, Jim. Woo. All right. So we missed we missed my chance for the segue um, because we we talked about PlayStation very briefly and then we went into finishing up. So we missed my chance for the segue. But my number one is going to be probably our first current gen system on the list. But it's the PS4 is my number one for my favorite system. Um, nice. The because, system that he just talked about, he got an Xbox yeah, One like and not, hasn't not, not touched about it. But to be fair, <laughs> he to be fair. So, okay. All right. A little bit of extra backstory. I don't play games on my Xbox either. For the record, That's <laughs> most funny. of my gaming lately has been on the PC, but um, the PlayStation, what the PS4 specifically was the peak of video gaming for me. That was really where I got heavily into video gaming. Like I was playing a lot more serious games. I was actually like getting through a lot of these games because I did that a lot on the PS3, but it was a little bit different. The PS4 was when I was much older too. Um, so because that came out in 2013. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it came out, yeah, it came out in North America in 2013, which is weird that it came out first in North America and then it came out in Japan. That is weird. But it, this was a year after I graduated is when it came out. So I was already in college, you know, and so this was the peak of video gaming for me. I was getting through games. I was, you know, playing more heavily and, and, you know, I still, and like, this was for me, what can, what considered like got me really heavily into gaming a lot more because I played a lot of these games we talked about on the, these previous systems, but this was really my intense gaming gaming time. But yeah, I mean, it was like, it was really kind of like the PS3 was a pretty groundbreaking system, I think for PlayStation, but you know, the, the PlayStation 4 took what the PlayStation 3 was and made it better in my opinion, because for me, it's always been, you know, the, the, the current console wars is Xbox versus PlayStation. Right. You know, everyone argues, oh, PlayStation is better, Xbox is better. But for me, I break it down like PlayStation was meant more for single player games and single player gamers, whereas Xbox was was geared more heavily towards online players. So that was your Call of Duties, your Halos, that whereas like, you know, PlayStation had all the cool exclusives like um, Uncharted, God of War, you know, which were all very much single player based heavy story games and that was what was a lot more fun to me that's why i preferred playstation 
over Xbox because I could play these heavy story driven games. And then plus I just at the time I just preferred the controller to it just felt better in my hands. But that's purely besides the point. But yeah, I mean, now you've got like, you know, it was the second console because the PS3 was the first system to start using Blu-ray discs. Um, and they did it before Xbox because Xbox didn't start doing Blu-ray until the Xbox one. Right. So that was the first system that, or like, you know, this is the second Blu-ray now. Now they're introducing, you've got your, your PlayStation pros, which have the 4k gaming capability and stuff now too. So now we're really starting to get into like what I, you know, is, is like the, the technology and the, um, you know, the, the big, you know, the, the big heavy hitters with like technology and, and being able to like keep up with graphics and introduce like these like realistic, like insanely good looking games. I like this system. <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean the the what's it called like the main screen the home screen was really oh, yeah. was really was really smooth and like user friendly and you could get you know it still is you know i it's a little less user friendly than the xbox 360 but i've already been down that road yeah i mean but, it's nice though because it, everything is 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 right there and you scroll side to side to get to everything you know what i mean it's like and you, you know, click into the stuff but you know, um, so my biggest complaint currently is I actually have two PlayStation 4s. One of them, it, it, this is purely my fault because I broke one of them. So I have one connected up to my PC. But the new one I got is is what really kind of turned me off the PlayStation just recently um, and why I got an Xbox because I've been having a lot of issues with that system. So I don't know how good like the, the systems are now, but it's very still nostalgic for me because that's where I got heavily into the game borderlands yeah. as well which is like one of my all-time favorite games now i've got like tattoos of borderlands and you know um stuff like that that's where i really played a lot of that but so finish your thought though josh uh no i was just gonna say the the time that the playstation 4 came out was i guess about the same time as like the xbox one because they usually come yeah. out about the same time they started yeah the xbox one from what i was told was not interested in getting a lot of the um like exclusive rights no and so the ps4 was leading the charge in that where you had games that were coming out like god of war and stuff like that where you could only play it on the ps4 and so i think they really pulled ahead in the you know quote unquote console wars by you know i'm a big god of war fan i'm not but i'm saying like i'm a i'm a customer who's a big god of war fan Okay, yeah. well, I can only get it on PlayStation Four, so I guess I'm buying a PlayStation Four. So I think, I think so, they really did that. Um, PlayStation did really well. The PS4 did really well on launch. You know, the PS, oh, the, the, I think the uh, the 360 towered over the, the 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 PS3 in my opinion, and then the PS4 did so much right with their release. Xbox really, because I was actually working at Target when the PS4 and the PS3 came out, and I was, or the sorry, the the Xbox One. Yeah, and so I was there for the release stuff, and I saw the sales, I saw all that, and you know, I was I was in the know for like all all that stuff. I sound like bougie saying that, but whatever. <laughs> um, it's, you know, Xbox really kind of they they really did something wrong. Like they they messed up somewhere because the 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 release of the Xbox One was not what it was supposed to be. But the PS4 had a lot of really cool launch titles because you had Knack that came out on the PS4. You had Killzone, another Killzone game that released on the PS4 when it came out. You know, you had some pretty cool launch titles that came along with it, and these were like exclusives. So it was really cool that they were able to introduce that. Whereas Xbox was just like, "Oh, cool, we have another system to play more Call of Duty, which I can get on the PlayStation as well." Like, you know, so 
Weed, what's your number one? <laughs> I will say to follow up on Jim's number one, I I currently am heavily gaming on my PS4. I actually did the opposite of you, Jim. I was ex pretty Xbox loyal. I've kind of gone back and forth throughout the years, but uh, I stopped playing my Xbox One recently and haven't been able to go back to it since I picked up my PS4. And I have a PS4 Pro, so I, I it's just kind of next level gaming that I've been unable to pull myself away from. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so. with that, Wade, don't leave us in suspense. <laughs> so with, with that, I'm going to go back two generations to where it all started for me, where I started to get, I guess I was like a ninth, 10th grade, high school, junior high, tail end of junior high, playing a lot of video games, exclusive titles. Uh, so in 2000, this console came out. It's the PlayStation 2 or the PS2, nice. which is my, my number one. Dude, sick. Uh, it introduced a lot of the Uncharted. That whole franchise oh. started there. God of War, of course. Um, I played a lot of... It was the first DVD, I think. ROM that you could watch movies on as well. Uh, Console-wise. Oh, yeah. So I did a lot of that. It kind of served... I'm always about, you know, multifunctioning machines. Having the Sega and the Sega CD. And then now with the PS2 having the DVD player embedded within i'm just all about the the entertainment experience the fully submersed one console do it that's why i had the xbox one for a while it is a pretty good home system i gotta say that about the xbox but oh yeah that's besides the point is it i use it (laughs) i use it on a daily basis (laughs) that's fair Um, that's fair but yeah fun fact no go go ahead no, no, no. I was just going to start talking. I was going to bring it back to the PlayStation 2 because that was my first introduction to non-Nintendo gaming systems was like the PlayStation 2. While I don't remember playing a lot of games um, on that one, I did play a lot of wrestling games on there. And I remember playing a lot of wrestling games with my cousins on the PS2. And that was like really a blast from the past for me. And it was it was very fond memories. Wrestling games can be, nowadays, they're more geared towards, you know, like the sports oriented and they're more take them more serious they're not as arcadey though there is a game called fire pro wrestling on the ps4 that is really dope but it's kind of got an old school feel to it i'm down for that i'm not i'm not a big fan of the new school wrestling games i think they're geared more they're geared way more towards the fan i think Yeah. yeah oh yeah so the uh fun fact the best-selling game for PS2. What do you guys think it was? I actually know what it was, but Jim, if you want to give it a guess. I have no idea. Wait, I'll let you take it since it's your number one. So from what I'm seeing here, it's Grand, so Grand Theft Auto uh, was also another introductory game through the PS2 for me. Uh, three came out, and then San Andreas, I believe, was the highest-selling game for PS2 of all time. That's what I'm seeing. Yep. Uh, that game was... I played so many hours of this game. And I still, to this day, even going back and playing, I had to rebuy it. I found it on sale at GameStop or something like that. And upon my replay of it, I still haven't been able to beat it. Yeah, same here. I put it down after a certain time and didn't 
never picked it back up, but I had a ton of fun with that game. I will I will agree. Yeah, that one. Grand Theft Auto Three, Vice City came out on PS2. Here you go, Def Jam Fight for New York. Fight for New York. That was it. Yep, yep. And then another weird game that came off PS2 was the Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. Do you remember that game? I no. remember that game. It was, was that where you were Kung Lao and you had to go around. And yeah, it was like, like an open, adventure not open game. world, but kind of like platformy. Yeah, it was like an adventure game, like a Mortal Kombat adventure game. game. It was really bizarre, but yeah, I, I, it. I remember the PS2. We had uh, WWE SmackDown. Here comes the pain. That's the one I was going to talk about, dude. I played that one. Oh my! It was one of the ones I played. crazy. Nice. Yeah, it was Sorry. I believe it was, the, it was the first console to introduce backwards compatibility as well. Uh, I don't remember. I believe that. If uh, I believe anything, though, so that's not. <laughs> did really... you guys ever? Did you guys ever play Backyard Wrestling Two? There goes the neighborhood. Nope. I had that was game. That e- was that ECW game? No, dude. I don't know. Here, I'll send you a picture. But I don't remember why I knew about the game or had it. But oh man, that was <laughs> yeah ICP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know why where this game even came from. I think ICP started their own like. Backyard Wrestling Federation, and it was okay. on TV or pay per view, but they're like huge wrestling guys. Yeah. I look at it now and I'm like, wow, that's a juggalo. That's just straight <laughs> up like you know, like ICP on the front there. And I never knew that as a kid. I was just thought it was like, oh man, it was just like a wrestling persona because you know they always have the, you know, because as a kid you don't know, you don't know these things. That looks like okay. So my wrestling mark is coming out. The girl in the middle looks like an old, like women's division WWE star. And then the guy on the far left looks like New Jack from ECW. <laughs> she kind so, of wow. She reminds me of Anna Faris from like a uh, scary movie. Yeah. For some that. reason, I don't know why, but <laughs> so there was a game that I'm I'm kind of scrolling through the games list here. I know we're talking right. about the console in general, but um, do you guys remember BMX Triple X? No. no it was just a, it was a bmx game and the market i guess the marketing was it's like uncensored like you could unlock a female bike rider and she would around topless and so but it was just another like bmx game but it was it was all right i think all those like extreme sports games are fun you had uh i think aggressive inline actually came out for ps2 didn't it I have no idea. Aggressive inline. You were an inline skater, though, weren't you? Yes. Yeah, it did. It came out for PS2. Yeah, so I remember playing that as well. But I digress. PS2 is a good choice, Wade. I didn't see you going with PS2, but I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. You did see me going that way, or no? I, I did not. You think I was an Xbox guy or something? No, I just think PS2 is like right in the middle. You know, obviously it's between PS1 and PS3, uh, if you can count. And uh, But uh, it's, I don't know. It's like PS1, it's like, oh, PS1 is like nostalgic and it's got all these games and PS3 has all these games. Just like PS3 was just kind of in the middle. And I just didn't, PS2, I, didn't yeah. I didn't, or PS2, yeah, I didn't. I it was didn't kind of going. there. Yeah, I didn't see you going with it, but. Well, I'm I'm a big oh, yeah. sucker for the exclusives. 
And that's where my love for kind of the story games that I still play to this day, I could go back and they still hold up. That's fair. Yeah, because yeah, they did bring out, like, I love that they've brought a lot of those games through the generations, yeah. too, because, like, you know, God of War is on every single on every single system now. You can get it on PS4, you can get it on PS3, you can get it on PS2, you know what I mean? Like, games like that have just been brought over constantly. And everyone gives, like, Skyrim crap for that. Sorry, like, Bethesda and Skyrim for, like, them yeah. just re-releasing the same game on new systems, but PlayStation has literally done that throughout the, you know, entirety of the year, so whatever. All right. People suck, except for our listeners. I love you guys. We are talking a lot. Let's go ahead and move on to honorable mentions. Oh, my God. I forgot. We still have honorable. Yeah, I was like, before our listeners get bored. (laughs) So my honorable mention, I'll fly through this. It's the Sega Game Gear. You guys remember the Game Gear? Nope. I remember the Game Gear. The reason that I put the Game Gear on my list is for, obviously, nostalgia, but it's two or three games in general. I played Andre Agassi Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I played... Sorry, we didn't mean to laugh at you. <laughs> I so mean, random. I know, that's, yeah. I played the Sonic game that was released for Game Gear or whatever. And then I played, um, it was a baseball game. It was like World Series or something like that. And it was a ton of fun. And those games alone were enough to, again, make me feel kind of nostalgic and put it on my honorable mention. I just remember it's, I I didn't want to put the PSP on there because I only played like two games. And it was, you know, eight or nine years ago. This was when I was a child and coming up. And I think I never had the Game Boy. So I think this was my first handheld thing that I could take wherever I wanted and play games on it. And so I thought that was really cool. It looks very ahead of its time. So it says that it was uh, it was backlit, which it was people like that. But it was very heavy. It was very, or not heavy, it was very big. It was a large handheld game. And the battery life did not last very long, so. Thanks for all, all you might words on that one. I guess it wasn't very high. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess <laughs> um, with the backlit screen, it might have been, but. Yeah, it that, looks it looks like it, it. But fun fact, like the sound was done by Texas Instruments. I see that. Yeah, which is. Like they made uh, like the calculators. Big calculators, yeah. <laughs> they still make calculators. Um, I want to mention that it's not. It wasn't only a backlit screen. It was a full color backlit screen. Yeah. So. In a, in a landscape format. So like the the Game Boy was portrait mode, if you will. Yeah. And this was the first one where you actually held it, like a, like a controller, like a controller, like a. Um, yeah. You know, like a Nintendo controller or something. If I can, apparently that's a really hard word to say. <laughs> but again, not going to spend too much time on it. Sega Game Gear. I wouldn't recommend playing it now, but it was fun to play it. You know, back in the back in the nineties. Jim, we're going lightning round. What's your honorable mention? Lightning round. Um, this system saved me through the entirety of getting my business degree when I was going to community college. 
Um, it was the Nintendo 3DS. The reason why I say this one saved me was because I didn't have time to play a lot of games. Um, so this was a system that I could pick up and put down and leave like right there. So if I needed to take a break for a few minutes, I could put on like an episode of like a TV show or something and just put TV on and just play games for a few minutes and just take a break from everything. So, you know, this was like, this was, I put it on my honorable because it wasn't as noteworthy to me as any of these other systems, but it was still fun because it has, you know, has a lot of your fun, like, you know, games that people still play today. Um, so, you know, your Mario games, you know, stuff like that was, you know, I don't know, man, it was, it was a fun one for me to play through college. I played like two games on the 3DS. My wife has one, but she plays it a lot more than I do. But the Cartoon Network games are super fun. Like the Adventure Time okay. and regular show games. Huh. Because they're kind of nostalgic. The regular show game yeah. is like a platformer. The Adventure Time is like Zelda, like the first Zelda game. Yeah. So they're really tapping into that nostalgic factor. Okay. But That's really cool. It is it is neat. The 3D stuff kind of throws me off a little bit. Maybe it's just... I don't my... use it for the 3D aspect of it, but yeah. it did like really this was also the system that really developed my love for kirby and like you know just kirby games because you had uh, kirby triple deluxe and kirby planet robobot mm -hmm. which are both like very fun games to play jim me did you say rumble butt robobot 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 yeah it's it's <laughs> all right ready for this <laughs> it's r-o-b-o b-o-t so robo robobot yeah i would okay. play i would play rumble butt rumble butt yeah rumble butt Kirby. sounds like a lot of fun rumble butt <laughs> not just rumbo butt but planet rumble sounds like butt. my new wrestling gimmick <laughs> is that your Kirby. finisher rumble butt and I, I can be robo butt and i can just have like a metal butt Oh God! I'm I'm part robot, only in my butt. Only part in my butt. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> Wade, lightning round. All right. So my dishonorable. No, honorable. 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 <laughs> my honorable. I'm gonna throw it all the way back to where where it all started, Ooh. and I put this on my honorable because I've through the years I've kind of either lost this console or found it for cheaper i don't know i've just had it and then i haven't had it and then i've come upon another one in like a a swap like a flea market and you'll find these randomly and if you do you should definitely pick one up but it's the nintendo entertainment system the very first nintendo console that came out the nes the nes stop it not the snes <laughs> the nes it's less but, uh, super than the super nintendo I would say bit. it's more super. I remember Ooh. this This was set up in my parents' bedroom when I was a kid, when I was a wee boy. Uh, it, they introduced me to video games playing Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, uh, Excite Bike. Oh, man. So many Zelda, Paper all boy. kinds of Paperboy. Yep. Ah! <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I could ever make it past maybe the first level second level i know it was, it was really hard <laughs> very frustrating game let me just say that the older generation gamers like the ness and the the snes and <laughs> yeah. and it's a different breed 
Because back then, Wade, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. There was no saving. Nope. No, no, no. There was beating the game or dying and being disappointed. <laughs> yeah, or pausing and seeing how long your power would, you know, keep it on for. <laughs> yeah, long enough. Yeah, you have to be like, trust me, I beat it. Come over. I'll show you after. <laughs> <laughs> Pause it on the credits. Look, it's the end credits. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. You put in a cheat code. And I think the Game Genie, the Game Genie was for the uh, the NES, right? They had a Game Genie for the NES? I believe so. And they had like a what? cleaner cartridge too? It had like a handle that. on it? I remember that. that. That was during the time, but wasn't Nintendo Power like also like starting where you could like look up stuff in Nintendo Power on how to like get through certain games or like what to do? That was and, like, the magazine, secrets. right? Yeah. Oh, man. Like as yeah, a, a strategy guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember Power. the magazine. Yep. I remember I Nintendo Power. Beaten and the Power Gloves. Games. I remember the Power Ooh. Glove. Was that for NES or SNES? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, uh, the NES, the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. The NES, rather. I never had a Power Glove, but I always wanted one. I, I don't know if a lot of people did. It looks like it would be very expensive. It's so bad. But it's so cool. Oh, that was a quote from a uh, from that movie. What was that movie? Yeah, that movie. I know that um, movie. The Wiz- The Wizard, nineteen ninety nine. Ah, was that Savage? Was Savage in that? Was it Savage? Let's see. Let's look it up. Um... Let's call him Savage. <laughs> ben, <laughs> ben Savage, dude. Not Randy Savage. It was Fred Savage. You I got Fred. correct. <laughs> I would love to see it like Nintendo try to do like another Power Glove type of deal. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, why would they do that when they could do cardboard inserts? Which leads me to in my, into our dishonorable. Kind, uh, kind, kind of, kind of, kind of. Uh, I'm a little nervous right now. Cue the cue the sad trumpet, me. My dishonorable is not the Wii U, Jim. It's the Wii. What? Okay, cool. My dishonorable is also the Wii. Nice. Okay. Wade. Wade? Whoa, guys. Whoa. <laughs> Mine's another throwback. So it's not the Wii. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting in bated breath. It's yeah, like, I, I was too. Uh, we, have a, we have a three-way here? All right. Not a three-way. Anyway. Um, I'm just kidding. I... Sorry. The, the reason that I put the Wii as my dishonorable is because it's a neat concept, but I think the attraction of it and stuff wore off really quick it, for me. The motion gaming? The motion it, gaming just didn't do it for me it's because not, it was it's so not limited. It's not, it's not console no. and it's not VR. It's some weird area in between. It's yeah, it's but the like, the motion game it just was so limited because I remember playing a zombie uh, like House of Dead on oh, the yeah. Wii and uh-huh. it came with like a it even came with like a gun attachment so you can pop the controller in there the the uh the, yeah the controller um but it was you're on a track you don't get free movement you can look around but you don't get to choose where you're going and and you know like all that you have to follow through the thing and that's when it really clicked for me that motion gaming was just not what it needed to be yeah i'll i'll give it to them they were they're on their way oh yeah i just think this wasn't it and the i respect them for doing the Wii fit 
Because that was probably yeah. the most fun game on that whole console. I did do that. You know, the most honestly, the most fun game was the game that it sports. That was the game that you played the most of. Or I played the most of. Like I say you as in like people you, like what, not you what, specifically. What was the game? What was that the uh We Sports? We the sports. bowling okay. and tennis. The one that came home with run the derby. System. Yeah, that came with the system. Yeah, where you used to be able to throw the bowling ball back and uh like scare the little bees. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh I guess it's me and tennis games, but I really liked Wii Tennis. That was fun. There was so there was some there was some good that came of it because it really kickstarted like Nintendo's current like you know the the stuff that they're currently in yeah because uh, then you had the Wii U which was probably their least successful system of all time yeah but then it led into the Switch which is I think now their most successful system of all time uh... well I don't know about most successful but it's like <laughs> definitely like it's up there I, mean, I guess yeah dude like the the Nintendo Switch is now a household like system or console now like some people have multiple of them you know like and there's so many cool things but like the I don't know the Wii was just such a a weird yeah it was a weird outlier for me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Wade. Mine is honorable super throwback. It's the Atari Jaguar. <laughs> what? I don't have much to say about this, but <laughs> a neighbor of mine had it. And when I was done playing my awesome N64, I'm sorry, not my N64, the SNES. I believe the SNES was around. And my Sega CD. Thank you, guys. I, <laughs> I, would, I would go over to my neighbor's house and play the Jaguar. And the Jaguar had one game that I remember playing, and it was Alien vs. Predator. Okay. Alien vs. Predator on the Jaguar? Sold, it was the best-selling game and sold 85,000 copies. <laughs> That's so ah, random. I see. Oh, yeah. It was uh, like a first-person shooter. It looks... Okay, so if you look at a picture of the Jaguar... I don't really know how to explain it. It looks like a, looks like a Sega controller, but Here, there's like a, you, a number oh, pad wait. on it. Like you could call someone during the game. Or... I see it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird, dude. It's so I. It looks like a spaceship. I don't like remember the, the much about it, but it it looks very Sega Genesis. Yeah, it does. I guess it was Atari trying to keep up. It was manufactured by IBM, so I guess there was some capabilities within it. Uh, it sold originally. The introductory price was two hundred fifty dollars for the Jaguar. Outrageous! And it actually released first in North America in nineteen ninety three. Interesting. I have almost nothing to say about this system. <laughs> <laughs> Well, gentlemen, if we don't have anything to say, let's get let's get to wrap up our list. Jaguar, boo! <laughs> <laughs> that was that was perfect. Love it. So, I'm going to do something a tiny bit different here this time. We're going to do the, the quiz section again, but we're not all bringing quiz questions this time. I'm going to give you guys a series of console-related questions, multiple choice, and it's going to be a head-to-head. So you guys are going against each other. Whoever has the most points wins the prize at the end of this. The prize 
is a copy of Sonic CD <laughs> paired with an Xbox 360 with the Red Ring of Death. <laughs> so, so a game Art. that doesn't even work on this that is broken? Listen, do you want the prize or not? I do. That's why I'm, that's why I'm <laughs> clarifying. I'd call that an art piece. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not as good as a moose with a ladybug on it, with a bunny rabbit on it, which, <laughs> yes. which is a reference to our last episode. Is <laughs> or, it? Our or, last episode? I don't know. One of our previous episodes. Episode. Yeah, previous one of our episode. previous episodes. It was the, what was it, top three rom-coms? I yeah. don't remember. Yeah, it was I don't rom-coms. remember, to be honest. Because I just edited it. All right. <laughs> so, here is your first question. Da-da-da. I should get some, like, uh, who wants to be a millionaire music or something. Ba-ba. What is, win. What is win. the top-selling console of all time? Is it the NES? The Nintendo Entertainment Center. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do we buzz in with our name? How do we... What are we doing here? Ooh. <laughs> oh, good we point. Need, we need some guidelines here if we're going up against each other. So, I'm not going to give... I'm going to give you a chance to both answer after I give the choices. Like, individually? Or yes. the first to... No. Okay. So, I'm going to take both of you into consideration. Because I don't think... I'm hoping that one of you guys come out on top. If we reach a tie, then we'll discuss it in the end. So, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, PlayStation 2, Atari 5200, or the Xbox 360? Jim, let's have your answer. Uh, I think it was the... Oh, God, this is tough. I think it's the Xbox 360. Wade. I'm going to go with my number one list. That's the PlayStation 2. Well, guys. We're both wrong, aren't we? Someone has the lead. What? It's Wade. PlayStation 2. Oh, snap. I would have been wrong either way. PlayStation 2. I did my research this episode. (laughs) The PlayStation 2 sold sorry i didn't have the, the the stats up i was gonna give you stats it sold 155 million copies and 155 million you said yes dang and again listeners if i'm wrong which i'm not because i'm looking at the uh, thing right now <laughs> it sold over 155 million units worldwide as confirmed by sony and i've bought about two or three of those in my lifetime <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if it counts for rebuys or i only ever had the fat system yeah the, which wasn't with playstation the, with a stand did you do the vertical no stand? i didn't have the stand uh, josh what were you gonna say nothing oh i thought you were questioning the fat system because i think playstation was like the the system that like coined the fat and slim system concept. Anyways, let me confirm something for you, Wade. Also, the PS2 offered backward compatibility for its predecessor's DualShock controller. So it looks like the P2 
PS2 was backwards compatible. So it may have been the first one. I didn't really confirm that, but close, yeah. close enough. <laughs> I believe I mentioned it in my number one. I believe you did. Right. Hey. Let me get let me get to my uh, my second question here. So this one has to do with conspiracies. So, in the year 2000, there was a political leader who was stockpiling hundreds of PlayStation 2s, thinking that the 32-bit CPU in it, about 15 of those, would be enough to control a drone. I want you guys to tell me which world leader you think this is. Was it... Saddam Hussein, the leader of Iraq, Kim Dae-jung, leader of North Korea, Vladimir Putin, the leader of Russia, Bill Clinton, the president of the U.S., or Fidel Castro, the leader of Cuba? Jim. Uh, Fidel Castro. Wade. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> Saddam, <laughs> Saddam Hussein. Wade has pulled ahead. What? Was Saddam okay. Hussein? <laughs> pulled ahead? He was already ahead. Was just, the total guess. Yeah, mine uh, was too. Idiot. But that was... But that was a... <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb... But, so, actually, there is some truth to it. Go ahead, Josh. But that was... That is, a, that is a conspiracy. I don't know how much truth there is to that. But I just thought it was an interesting console-related uh, console-related question. So Agreed. there, there is a little bit. So a fun, interesting fact that I believe the U.S. government or the U.S. military purchased so many PS3s because of their processing power and their hardware to use it um, to run like a computer. If, if, if I remember correctly, to like run, I guess I don't know if it was not necessarily a supercomputer, but they ran. They used all those Playstations in a big, massive room and connected all their processing powers to run something. Interesting. I didn't know that. All right, guys. We got three more questions. Jim, you still have a chance to catch up. <laughs> Good luck, Jim. <laughs> Damn, he's out for blood now. Which of these Nintendo consoles did not compete with a Sega console? Was it the Game Boy, the NES, the GameCube, or the Nintendo 64? Wade, what's your answer? I'm going to say the Nintendo 64. Jim, can I please have your answer? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the NES. The answer is the Nintendo Game Boy. So the uh, Nintendo Entertainment Center competed with the Sega Master System, and the N64 competed with the Sega Saturn. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Well, nobody got that one, right? Nope. Nope. So Wait. you're still ahead. What? Jim, what? Jim, this what? is your last chance. Uh, to what? Answer one right? Yeah. Is it worth two points Just or three, maybe? Stay in the runnings. Uh, well, this, how many questions do we have left? This, should make this it, one's like... worth two for Jim and one for you, Wade. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we got to make it easy. <laughs> if you make it two for... 
If Listen, you make it two for me, you have to make it two. No, because if you answer it right and he answers it wrong, then you'll be tied. And if you both answer it right, then Wade wins anyway. Yeah, but I mean, it's only fair. Okay, whatever. You're the you're the game master. I mean, you haven't shown me a lot of. I don't have a lot of faith in you right now. Nope. <laughs> so that makes two of us. <laughs> All right. Which one of these consoles has four controller ports? The Xbox, Sega Saturn, Sony PlayStation, or the Super Nintendo? Wait, uh, let's so have your answer. What are the multiple yeah. choice answers again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did I cut out? Sorry. No, you you the, went through really quickly. <laughs> oh, sorry. The Xbox, the Sega Saturn, Sony PlayStation, or the Super Nintendo? Four controller Oof. ports. I'm going to say UI. Mm, that's tough. I'm going to say the Sega Saturn has four, but I'm probably totally wrong. Am I allowed to guess the same thing, or do I have to go with a different option? You're allowed to do whatever you want. Okay, I'm going to go with the Sega Saturn as well. Well, guys, neither of you got points. <laughs> cool, it's the Xbox, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. The Xbox has four point, four ports. Huh. I thought I remember the Saturn having four for some reason. So the PlayStation used a multi-tap that allowed two more players to play. Nope. There's only two. The Xbox had four. And you can remember that because Halo, you could play a four-player split screen. That is right. Boom. All right. So Wade is the unofficial winner, but I'll give you one more question here. Yeah. This is for for all the marbles. (laughs) This uh, This is just a fun one here. Which, I'm trying to see which question I want to ask because there's, there's <laughs> yeah. two there's two questions that are pretty good. Um, I may ask them both just for the hell of it. Which which of these consoles was uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three not released? Uh, the Xbox, the N64, the Nokia Engage, or the Nintendo GameCube. Jim, let's have your answer. Uh, I'm going to go with the N64. All right. Wade? I'm going to go with the Engage, whatever that is. <laughs> Wade would be correct because I don't know hey. what the Engage is either. See, oh, man, I read too much into that thing. Cause I was, dude, there's no way. Like, we've never heard. So I was like, it, it probably was released on that system for some weird reason. But Tony Hawk's whatever. Pro Skater, the original title, was a launch title for the Engage. What? Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 has not been released on Nokia's console. Tony Nokia Hawk's, had a console? Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 was the last game released for Nintendo 64. Wow. Huh. So there you have it. Wade... Enjoy your Red Ring Xbox with Sonic CD. Art. Art. <laughs> Thanks for, art. for the art. For art's sake. <laughs> Thanks for the I'll art. Tre- I'll treasure it forever. Well, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. 
We've been talking a long time. Thanks for the listeners for sticking with us. For list this, you can follow the page, the show, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at list this podcast, and you can find us on Anchor.fm. That's our new host, and Anchor.fm helps us get to pretty much any platform. So we're on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Pocket Cast, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. So check us out. For me, you can find me on Twitter at JawsXBird. For Jim, you can find him somewhere. <laughs> you can find me also on Twitter at HoldMajimbles. Um, and I have been trying to actively use Twitter a lot more. I don't really post anything, but I am definitely scrolling through it. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> Baby steps. Baby steps. And then Wade is famous. He did uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Ring announcing for <laughs> Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus, which we're we're wrestling nerds for any of you who don't know that currently. <laughs> yep. But yeah, Wade, that was a great show. Jealous, Wade. Social you media. You can find you can find me on the old Instagram machine. That's really the only one I'm using these days. Uh, at Wade of the World, uh, and also you can follow my voice talent page where I post a bunch of ring announcing clips and show flyers coming up that I'll be ring announcing for or anything that I have my voice in, like this podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, and you can follow that at, at Wade Hunt Voice. Yeah. And then, yeah. depending on when I get this edited and out, uh, I also have another podcast that I forgot to mention, Character Fight Night. The new episode will be out March 9th. And there's some pretty wild fights this month, so check that oh, out yeah. whenever it gets released. And Wade does the announcing for that as well. Oh, yeah. Very excited. Known as the Metatron. Actually, Mr. Metatron is the yeah. name that I gave you. Yeah, it's a, it's a newly coined. I'm digging it. <laughs> Got the alliteration. Yeah. I'm down. You're formal. You're Mr. People <laughs> respect Mr.'s. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll go back to school and be a doctor. Metatron. Oh, Dr. Metatron. Dr. Metatron. <laughs> Then I'll have to become a wrestler at that point. <laughs> or like an evil like villain. <laughs> it sounds like Dr. Metatron sounds like somebody like, like a superhero just, villain. Like, yeah, I'll just like scream yeah. at people and burst their eardrums out or something. <laughs> Defi- definitely like graphic novel material. <laughs> yes. Well, gentlemen, until next time, thanks again. We will see you next week on List This, where we list and you listen. Have a good one. See you next time. Thank you so much.